Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. Call me hashtag Bossly or the People's Mentor. In episode 156 of the show, I really, really enjoy doing it. Something that's super, super passionate uh, for me. Something I really enjoy talking about in a way that I really hope that most network marketers and just people in general can start to lead. I think that common sense maybe sometimes isn't so common, and I don't think that everybody builds the way that I personally build my business. And so that is really what inspired me to do this episode of the show. This entire episode of the show is about servant leadership, and I just think it's something that you really will probably want to sit down with. You'll want to take a lot of notes and you'll want to hopefully implement at least one or two or 10 of these things in your life as soon as, but I don't even know if there's 10 tips. I think there are 10 though (laughs) into your life. Uh, this is a leadership call actually I did with some of our champion car earners in our organization. And, uh, so you may hear me reference some of them by name and things of that nature. Um, and that's just because I think some of them are just so, so beautiful already at leading like this with so much love, compassion. Um, and like I said, servant leadership. And with that said, I just want to give a huge thank you to all of you who are taking the time to leave reviews on the show. It's really crazy. I was looking, well, my boy Fraser, he sent it to me. He's like, who are you, you animal? You have 976 five-star ratings, um, which is crazy, which is really crazy. And so I want to take the time to say thank you to the 976 of you who have left a five-star review on everywhere from Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, wherever you're leaving reviews. It really means a lot to me. And on days when I'm a little tired or a little stressed or don't really feel like doing uh, anything (laughs) because I have those days too. I really love reading your words. So thank you for taking the time to do that. They mean a lot to me. And today's reviewer of the show is Blue Jay Angel. And she says, or he says, love five stars. My week is not complete without listening to your voice. Your energy is contagious and you always seem to say exactly what I need to hear. Thank you so much for your podcast. I learned so much. Thank you so much for that review. That's super, super nice. And it means a lot, like I said, to me. Now, if you guys will do me a favor, screenshot this episode of the show, put it in your story, tag a friend, and most importantly, give me your number one takeaway because I think that it's very easy to listen uh, and maybe not even listen actively. So let's take some time to do that on episode 156 of the show, and I hope you enjoy. Uh, today, what I want to talk and actually trade on, since we haven't been able to trade on anything for like two weeks, um, is servant leadership and uh, how you go about that. And that's something that I know you know, but I'm really passionate about that. I'm really passionate about the way we, as the core group of leaders of the empire, uh, chooses to lead and guide and coach and mentor, etc. And I think this is just, I think it's congruent with who we are. I think that you all know the general basis of servant leadership, but as we now have so many amazing new champs. I want to make sure that we are we are um, we are actually training and not just having updates like we did last week. So I'm excited for this higher level training. Um, I think this is going to be awesome for those of you who have been looking for some higher level training. And let's just jump right in. So um, look. So this is a John Quincy Adams quote. I really like. If your actions inspire people to dream more, learn more do more and become more than you are a leader. And so I think that that's a really great way to just kind of start the entire Zoom because that is just the basis of duplication, right? If you're showing people how uh, how they can change their own lives, if you're somebody who wants to bring people with you instead of, you know, what a lot of people do, not on this team, but a lot of people will like, you know what I mean? Like take the thumb and just push on people and hold them back for their, from their greatness. Um, that's maybe not leadership. And so I see a lot of companies, a lot of teams, it's almost like they view team members as like a cog in their little wheel who uh, exists solely to help people uh, in the organization hit their achievements and their goals. And 
I love that that's not how our team operates. I love that we truly, in my opinion, value the normal people. In my opinion, we see people as people and not just as numbers. And that really, for me, is where the basis of servant leadership starts from, is seeing people um, as, as who they are and where their values lie. I think you've probably heard me say this now because I've been saying it on, like, feels like every live ever. But I was asked, and it drove me crazy. Somebody was looking at my champ wall, and they said, which one's the best? And I said, what? And like you, if you had to pick one, who would you pick? And I literally just said one word and I said, no, no, no. Because even sitting here on this champ Zoom and I'm looking at your faces, you understand that the empire does not operate without each and every single one of you, right? Right? And do you look around this Zoom and you see how many people have come from somewhere where they were so broken from their past and they'd never thought that they were worth anything. You listen to Sydney's story and she was going to relapse if somebody didn't give her $10. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, like, I guess that's someone's me. Like, spoiler alert. But like, <laughs> like that to me is unbelievable. That to me is what sets this team apart. So for me to pick one of you and say, well, whose story is better do we take Anna Lee or do we go for Kayla today do I want Melissa Hartman or will I throw myself in for a Luna like that isn't how our team operates and I think that that is really the basis where servant leadership starts okay not just being the person who is like the taskmaster or whatever right who just has this authoritative spirit about them doesn't care how work gets done as long as it gets done and I love that that's just not how we operate and so uh, my go-to leadership style, obviously, like I said, is going to be servant leadership, and I want to walk us through all of this as, um, as, as I think, as I think that we already operate, but maybe some notes that you can then train your teams on as well. And so, servant leadership really flips the typical script of um, putting people ahead of power. Okay, so people ahead of power. And that would mean that a servant leader prioritizes the team growth and the team's well-being, allowing their own personal needs and personal ambitions and personal achievements take a backseat. And so if you look at the way our team operates and you see, okay, we did get to 3 million, right? And we're going to smoke past it this month. What the heck are y'all on? Is it ketones? I don't know. Like, what is happening? Are you snorting them? Are you, what are you doing with them? I don't know what's happening. I think you're doing more than drinking them, friends. You're doing a lot. You're doing a lot. Maybe it's because Jenny has her butterfly lashes back. Courtney got them. And now Courtney's gone viral. Like, I don't know. Brittany got hers back on. I, maybe it's the butterflies. Maybe it's the butterfly lashes. Maybe that's what it is. Josh Shepard said he was considering getting a pair. Uh, so... <laughs> Just because you, know, you really would go viral if you tried that out. But I love that because our ability to actually serve our teams first is why all these promotions are happening. You understand that, right? Like our ability to get down in there and help all of Mixonville you know, get to wherever they want to go or all of, all of New Jersey or whoever it is. Um, I, I feel like that is what separates so much of what we're doing apart. That bottom up, that building from the bottom up is what our team does to, to serve. And so 
Again, prioritizing that team growth, allowing your own ambition to take a back seat, understanding that your ambition will hit, your goals will hit. You will hit rank eight, you will hit rank seven, you will hit rank nine, you will hit 10, legend, whatever you're trying to do, as long as you help enough people get where they want to go. And I, you all know the quote, Zig Ziglar, if you help enough people get what they want in their lives, you'll get everything you want in your life. I like to live and breathe by that. And I think that really is the, um, that is the cornerstone then of servant leadership. And so here are some um, some principles, I suppose, of servant leadership and really kind of what does it take? What does it take to be a servant leader? What does it take to be somebody that people um, admire and look up to in a way that is not authoritative or narcissistic or self-serving or any of those negative um, leadership characteristics you may hear, which I actually think are some of the reasons why people don't step into their leadership is that they have a fear of becoming that kind of leader. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like some people don't step into their leadership because they're scared they're going to be that authoritative, like, ah, animal almost. And I don't think that that is how any of us operate. So I don't think we have to fear that. So the first thing, um, first principle of servant leadership is listening. Okay. And listening, not always to respond, but listening because you genuinely care and listening to understand and listening to know and listening to, to just care. Right. Um, it's crazy. Uh, no, I don't see anyone here in here who said it. Well, actually he has said it, but he's on the phone. So like there have been so many times, I guess the Italians are used to more of like an authoritative approach to leadership because the amount of people who are like, oh my God, like you're just normal. Like you'll just talk to us. You're, why are you so calm? Like you're, you're just, you're, you're really normal. Like it's kind of, wait, you want to hear my story? You want to know about me? Like we think that's normal because that's our normal. But understand then that our normal is servant leadership and most people don't do that. Most people don't lead like that. And so listen, listening is at the heart of servant leadership, okay? If a team member of yours is taking the time to talk, give them your focus, give them your attention. Don't interrupt, just like you don't wanna be interrupted. Like, thank God for ketones, because I used I was just saying that I used to not be able to train ever if there was, like, any background noise, right? My brain just couldn't do it. That wouldn't work in Italy, okay? I'll just say that much. But can you listen? It's a simple way to let your team know that they are valued and that they care, right? Taking the time to listen, to stop, to look in their eyes, to jump on a Zoom, to do all these things, um, is, it's really easy, but it's right at the center of servant leadership. The second thing is empathy, Okay. Second principle of second principle of uh, servant leadership is empathy, and there's a lot that goes into that. But it basically, for me, goes into knowing our team, finding out what makes them tick, finding out the love languages, finding out what drives them, finding out what they want as an incentive, learning their own strengths and weaknesses. This goes right into why I absolutely said no when somebody said, "Well, which champ would you pick? Which pro champ would you pick?" No. No, because the strengths and weaknesses that are all over this team are completely different and it's what makes us so special. Knowing if I say a certain thing to Melissa, it's going to upset her. That I can say to Stephanie Holbin, it won't upset her. That'll piss off Brittany Anderson, but Amanda Hodgman-Hollis is fine. Like understanding how to communicate is huge for leadership. That's empathy. That's knowing, hey, don't give an organizational task to, let me pick someone. Here we go. Don't give, a, uh, hold on. Don't give an organizational task to... 
hold on. I was going to, it was an obvious one. I was going to say an obvious one and I didn't want to make it that obvious. I'm just going to have to make it that obvious. All right, blue, blue. Don't give an organizational task to Courtney Shepard. Don't do it. It's a big mistake. Okay. It's a really big mistake, but does she have strengths? Of course, right? Of course. So picking and choosing where you, uh, yeah, she can organize pantries. That's true. Uh, but understanding that you're going to put somebody in a position that makes them uncomfortable if you don't get to know them is really the hardest servant leadership. Knowing what's going on in people's families, knowing that if you make somebody organize something or you make somebody go live or you make somebody uh, run an incentive or you make, make, make being the operative word, you make people do things that they are not in a comfort zone for that pushes them away right? Being almost that dictator who's like, this is what our team needs. This is what you need to do. And you need to do it now. And I, you know, it sounds kind of weird me saying this because that's obviously not how our team operates, but I am telling you, this is how most teams operate. Okay. Most teams are like, hello, I am dictator Lee. And I would like for you to go be my, my, my peons. Okay. That's just not how it works. Okay. So, um, when you know their strengths and weaknesses, you can actually let your team members shine and help them even turn their weaknesses into strengths in some ways, right? So I love when you let, when we talk about letting rising champs step up. I love the discussion around all these things. I think that's super, super important and powerful. The third thing for servant leadership, the third principle is just healing, okay? And so I love this because I think this is so aligned with what we do on our team, but so many people just need the privilege from you to allow them to heal, allow them to be heard, allow them to know they're not going to get yelled at. This literally just happened. But Angela said to me, she said, um, are you going to yell at me? Or I'm ready to get yelled at now. And I'm like, I was never going to yell at you. I just wanted, I was just wanted you to DM me so I could have a conversation with you. Like, where is the trauma from your past? Clearly it's there where some leader made you feel this small and that you couldn't have your own opinion, right? That you couldn't stand your own ground that your words didn't matter as much. And I think that comes to, like, I think it's a lot of us. You know, I think sometimes you're like, oh, is, is Jesse Lee going to yell at me? Uh, yeah, no, still got a track record of zero on that one, friends, right? Like, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to yell. So allowing people, though, to have that environment where they heal. You know, I love the conversation of slowing down to speed up. Of course, we talk about it pretty much every week. I love that we're talking about the, you know, take the baths, go out in your hammock, do your whatever you need to do, just chill and just heal and understand there's different ways to do business. Um, and I think that's so powerful is that some of you are very similar to me in that I need 85% of my life to be business for me to be calm. I can't, I can't do the thing where you sit down in a lawn chair and relax. That is so stressful to me. That's not self-care for me. Irony being that half of you on here are like, oh my God, give me the lawn chair. Oh my God, give me the, give me the, the, uh, the hammock. Oh my God, give me the, whatever it is for like, I like, that'll give me a panic attack. Okay. So whatever self-care looks like to you, I want you to say yes to more of that. I just said this on the 212 zoom, but I was like, can we just, I'm having like my, my three weeks of yes over here. I'm just saying yes to a lot of things. I'd say hell to the no to Marco Piazza's over here. I say his name out loud intentionally because Jenny's on here and Jenny knows Marco. Piazza. Um, he picks me up. He freaking throws me in the pool. How many of you know Jesse Lee in Texas? If somebody did this, like think of my reaction. Like, let's just take a second and think of Jesse Lee in Texas. If you picked me up and threw me in the MF and pool, like I want you to, yes. Like this chat knows what's up. Oh, hell to the no. Hell to the 
know. Like, you about to get killed, actually, right? Like, really? You're gonna get my hair wet, Marco Piazza? You think that's cute? You think that's cute? Yeah, you put your tongue out. Put your tongue back in your mouth. Okay, like, terrible, okay? <laughs> and here I was just like, oh, you know what? Screw it. Like, let me get in the pool. Let and I even jumped in. Like, oh my God, I got thrown in twice, by the way. And then I actually jumped in on my own for a photo, which is like not a thing. So just saying yes to things that then do give you, um, you know, that self-care that make you have more joy in your life, whatever that looks like to you, whatever that looks like to you and allowing people um, to heal in what is really as simple as creating a healthy work environment right? That has some of that work-life balance, whatever that looks like to you built in, right? And then also giving people the tools they need to succeed so they know that they're a valued member of our team. Like that's healing. When people know they're valued, when they're used to going to a job or they're used to being in a business where they're not seen, where they're not appreciated. Like guys, the amount of ugly sobbing videos I got from parents for mailing those 200 certificates for graduations oh my god I had no idea like you have no idea the traumas that people have been through you have no idea what they've been going through in their household because their kid didn't get a graduation to me I can't relate to them it was like a huge relief they they got to heal through the simplest thing like a certificate from the empire happy preschool graduation high school graduation third grade graduate whatever graduation it was that's healing and that's servant leadership seeing where people need to be seen is yeah it's a skill set I guess but it's super important that you at least try the next tip I have is just overall self-awareness okay understanding the importance of um or yeah oh god that's not what I meant to say my brain just went I was gonna plug it in and then like I was gonna plug in my computer and then I forgot what I was gonna say so self-awareness right so taking that inventory of your own strengths and weaknesses as well Okay, and then figuring out how you fit that into our overall team or your overall team, then using yourself in ways that actually benefit your team and our team, because when you recognize your own limitations, you can actually see opportunities to leverage your team's strengths more clearly, but not if you don't know where you're good and where you're not. good. I know where I'm good. I know where I suck as well. Okay. I think we all know a lot of the places I suck. Okay. But like when you know where you're good and you know where you're bad, you can stop trying to be everything for everybody. And I will say, I say that as somebody who really has tried to be everything for everybody so many times for so long. And so taking that time to breathe and have self-awareness around like, you know what? This one's not for me. This one's not for me. Okay, just take my credit card, Angela Musco, and buy the crap. I don't know what you need. Just buy it. Just take my credit card. Take two credit cards. Just take everything. I don't really care. I can't do it. I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to stop in the middle of meetings and order Amazon backdrops. It's just not going to happen. So just take the money and don't buy too many extra things for yourself. Okay, like <laughs> that's pretty much where my brain was with it. All right, Mo's laughing. He's like, ha, 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 don't tell her we bought an Instapot. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> but whatever, whatever, just get it done. I don't care. I know what my strengths are. I know what my weaknesses are. And the little details is not really one of them, all right? But self-awareness allows you to be a servant-based leader, right? Because you are, you are, if you're using yourself in ways that actually benefit your team instead of stressing yourself and everybody else out. The next tip for servant leadership is 
persuasion. And I don't mean manipulative persuasion. I don't mean, you know, shoving people around. I don't mean making people feel this small. It's quite the opposite. I mean, use persuasion to, to build confidence and get buy-in from people. Use persuasion so that everybody feels and knows they have a stake in the team's success. Use persuasion to remind people of their greatness. I did a live today, and I don't even know if he's ever gone live before, but like, it was so good. And I was like, are you kidding me? You really need to do those more often. It's so good. And then seeing the confidence step back into step into his power more, that's the kind of persuasion I'm talking about. So what are the things people can do where you can just make sure they see they feel seen? You can make sure they feel validated. You can make sure that they don't they don't feel like they're being shoved into doing things again that they don't want to do. And uh, and yeah, that's that's really really important when it comes to what we're doing here. Obviously, okay. The next principle of servant leadership is understanding big vision, right? Big concepts, big picture in mind without losing focus on our day-to-day, okay? Making sure we have a pulse on our team, making sure we're using our pulse for our team, making sure we're seeing the vision of where we want to take people and understanding that anybody can get anywhere they want on this team as long as they are plugged in, as long as they are part of it, as long as they are showing up, as long as they take things at their own pace and don't play the comparison game. But you making sure that you know where you're going as a leader and you know where we're going as a team carves a positive path for people. Right, And you want the path to be positive. Guys, I feel like we've walked the minefield enough, okay? Like we've walked the minefield. I think it is safe now for people to just walk on through, okay? We've done the hard work. We've done the hard stuff. Let's make sure that people see the big vision of what we're doing, okay? And the same thing, a lot. this is along the same lines, is making sure we're taking the knowledge that we learned in our pasts and applying it to our future so we don't make the same mistakes, first of all, and the second of all, so that our teams can continue to grow. That's so important, okay? AKA, find out what worked. Find out what didn't. And then fine-tune what we're doing. Like, if you look at everything we do, we never do things the exact same. You've noticed, right? Like, even Empire, I mean, even if this weren't digital, it would be different than the first time right? Empire Games was different the second time around. Every time we do something, it's different. It's different. It's different. It's different incentives. It's different whatever, right? Because how can you pivot and get a little bit better, that 1% better that we always talk about? This is almost, I guess the word I'm kind of looking for is like, have the foresight, right? To learn, to take everything you've learned in your past and apply it to your future. It also allows you not to judge people. And when you don't judge people, obviously you're coming from a place where you can actually serve, okay? The next principle of, um, of servant leadership is stewardship, okay? And this is stage one activity. Stewardship is simply leading people by example, okay? Write this down. I mean, you're writing notes. I can all see everyone's little pens going crazy, but be the leader you want to be. Wait, that's not what I wanted to write down. Be the leader you want. There we go. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, what? What did I just say? That's not what you should write down. Be the leader you want. You know, be the upline you want. Be the per- give out the incentives you want. Run the uh, run the contests you want to win. Do the events that you want to do. Right. Be the leader. Be be the leader. Right. Stewardship is simply leading by example. It's our job to set the tone for our team. So we don't ask people to do the things we won't do ourselves. Like I got to be very honest with you. I'm like 
annoyed at myself for, for not for missing at the 2 a.m. Zoom. Like, I'm like, I, but it was literally, it was an actual 0% chance I was going to make that last night, right? Like, I was like, oh, God, my eyeballs are bleeding, you know? Like, and, but even still, I kind of was like, man, I expect people to be on, you know? But then I didn't even, but you, you see what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to be hard on myself about it because there was no way. But I just am saying, like, somebody was like, well, are you going to be on the Zooms today? I'm like, yes. Like, I actually got in a bit of, like, a tizzy with some Italians, okay? I was like, you are disrespecting my time. I, we needed to be out of this house by a certain time, and we are not. And so now you're cutting this short, and it's cutting this short, and it's making, it's going to protect. I will not be late to my 6 o'clock, my 7 o'clock, my 8 o'clock, my 9 o'clock, or my 10 o'clock. So you need to figure it out. Like, and I said it with a smile, so, you know, whatever. But, like, I'm just telling you there are certain things. If you want your team to look up to you, you do things by a schedule. You do things when you say you're going to do them. You do things because that's the kind of respect you want to be given, right? Like I said, to, I was saying, I was like, it's just utterly disrespectful. Like it's disrespectful for me to do a training all morning long, which literally happened. And then for me to come downstairs and you stop our, we had a trip planned to go out to like some lake. It was really cool. And you disrespect an hour of my time to ask the same questions you weren't awake for. And you're a rank seven. That's disrespectful. Oh yeah. That conversation happened. Like you can't do that. That's not stewardship. That's not leading by example. You want your team to continually appreciate you. Then you need to show up the way you want, you want them to show up because it will eventually spill over into everything you're doing. I promise you, I promise you. Okay. And I, I'm not angry about it. I know you guys know me. I'm not angry, but like, I was like, hold on a minute here. We need to course correct this right now, right now. I got some sun though up there on that deck today. So at least I got a suntan while I was having to repeat myself. <laughs> so, you know, it's like positive, positive things and everything, right? But make sure you do that. The next tip for servant leadership, and this is a really obvious one maybe, but it's just commitment to the growth of people. If you want your team to grow, you have to invest in people. Like, look at this right now. Okay, this is an example of servant leadership. I want every single one of you going, huh, I really feel like coming back from Italy. Let's change the flight. What's the fee? Don't care. Pay it. Go. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Where are we staying? Whatever. Doesn't matter. Let's go. <laughs> I want all of you to not care about your bills. I don't want any of you to care about the house you live in. I don't want, I mean, I don't want any of you to care about the schools you put your kids in or the shoes on your feet or whatever it is. So I take the time to come on here at 1030 at night and say, you need to know these things. You need to have some skills. You need to know how to lead your people so you can have the team that gives you the same gifts that our team specifically each and every single one of you gives to me, right? That's servant leadership, right? Because you, you as a leader can only do so much. Like I cannot lead all of the things. I have to cultivate and grow new leaders, which is, thank God, like our team's biggest skill set, I feel like, right? We are like, we are breeding leaders over here. It's crazy. We're a bunch of breeders, okay? But it allows me to then do other things as well. So can we make sure that we are pouring our efforts into people and building everybody's skills so that, so that they can fly as well would be the question, right? That's the kind of perspective that a servant leader would have is not this, oh my God, you know, what would really piss me off if, 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 um, if, if, uh, if you blew me out. If you, if you, if you outranked me, I would have to just, I would just die. Conversations like that 
No, I don't think people on this in this Zoom have that conversation. But like, like Shauna just said, yes, let me pour into you. Let me make you better than me. Can you please be better than me? Can you please outrank me? Can you please go rank 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 million icon legend? Whatever the heck. Like, let's get some new words up in here. Like, whatever it is, it's that it's that I just want everyone to win mindset, understanding that it doesn't take away from you when somebody else wins. It doesn't. It really doesn't. And I know sometimes it hurts. You're like, damn, like, God, I really want, ah, ah, right? But everybody wins. Everybody wins. So commit to the growth of other people. And then my last tip on this, and then we have a couple announcements, is building community. Okay, if you're going to be a servant leader, then I want you to focus on building our community. Because teams that trust each other, the way this team trusts one another, gets more stuff done. And that's why it's so important to cultivate the relationships among our team. Like, I love how many of y'all are texting me when I'm over here. I love how many, I mean, I'm trying to text back, of course, obviously. Like, I love how many of you, yeah, like every time you see a 60, oh my gosh. Okay. Hold on. (laughs) I I couldn't take a photo. Okay. So I transferred money today or I wired money today. And then, (laughs) and like, I have one of those Wells Fargo little uh, fob things that changes the number changes every 60 seconds. So you can, you know, whatever. And the number was six, nine, six, nine, six, nine. I went, shut up. <laughs> but I couldn't get it. Like, I didn't have a phone on me. So I was like, this is not. I was like, Brittany Anderson, your angels are all over me. Okay. But anyway, I was like, that is not normal. Like, why is that my code? That's very strange. So, anyway, but like, the amount of support, as an example, that Kayla Han has for her surgery, that is so powerful. That is community, right? The amount of us being like, Brooke, put down the phone, go be with your babies. That is community. The amount of us that just celebrated Annalise's son, that is, oh, I saw a sister. I didn't say anything yet, but I saw. Okay, congratulations. That's community. Those of us that will celebrate Lincoln's second birthday tomorrow, that's community. Those of us who are involved in Jenny's pregnancy, that's community. Those of us that care about Nicole's back healing properly and neck healing properly, that's community. Caring about Katie's house being flipped is community. All of these different things. I could go down every list because I y'all think I didn't, st- you think I'm not stalking in Italy? Please, please get your lives together. Okay. All right. Actually, your lives look together. I've been watching. Okay. Like that is what this is all about. And when you have that kind of community around you, it allows you to have God, like we kind of have like a remote team if you think about it, right? We can be together God knows when again, like I don't even know. And it doesn't matter because we are building the time for relationships in between the business and that is always worth the investment. And so for me, that is servant leadership in a big old circular nutshell. Um, And I hope that you got some tips from that and that it was useful for every single one of you.